0: SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia.
1: You're listening to Australia Explained, an SBS audio podcast helping you navigate life in Australia.
0: Australia is home to diverse ecosystems, including vast deserts, tropical rainforests, snowy alpine summits, and eucalyptus forests. This rich biodiversity consists of a wide variety of plants, animals, and microorganisms
2: and one of the species was later identified as a new species of pseudoscorpion that's never previously been collected.
0: By investigating the different species in a particular region, we can better understand our environment and how we can best care for it.
1: Well for us, we really want everyone who comes along to get an appreciation for the environment and really an engagement with the landscape.
0: I'm Maram Smail, your host. today we highlight an opportunity for everyone to participate in a citizen science activity called a BioBlitz, which will help scientists and researchers discover new species of plants and animals in Australia. Scientists undertake field research and surveys to learn more about which plants and animals exist in a particular area. But Australia is an enormous place. So through process known as citizen science, there is an opportunity for members of the public to volunteer to help collect and classify scientific information or data in support of scientists and researchers. Citizen science projects can help increase scientific knowledge and our understanding of the environment, allowing us to care for it better. A citizen science activity, where members of the public participate alongside scientists to record as many plant and animal species at a designated location within a specific period of time, is called a bioblitz. On the south coast of Western Australia, conservation veterinarian David Edmonds lives in Walpole, where he coordinates the Walpole Wilderness Bioblitz. The Walpole Wilderness is one of the wettest parts of
1: Western Australia. And there's a whole range of species and ecosystems that occur here that occur nowhere else in the world. So we've got plants and animals that are found nowhere else. And there's a huge area that's really unexplored. So we don't even know what's in these areas. And some of the species here date back to times before the dinosaurs. So it's an incredibly important area for biodiversity.
0: Like the Walpole Wilderness Area, there are large parts of Australia that we can still learn more about. Getting the community involved in a bioblitz brings people together. It provides insights into the environment that can help scientific understanding.
1: A bioblitz is very empowering. It allows people to actually build a network of other like minded people. But it's also really important that you understand that every observation, everything that they record, actually has an impact. It gives us more information which builds our knowledge, increases our understanding, and through that, it leads to better management outcomes.
0: Anybody can get involved in a bioblitz. They are often run by the local community, conservation, land care, or natural resource management groups. Participants blitz the designated natural area within the given time, documenting as much biodiversity as possible.
1: With a bioblitz... Anyone can participate. There's a range of activities for a range of skill levels. So people can come out whether they want to walk long distances or short distances. They can get into a whole range of different environments depending on how comfortable they are. And they don't necessarily need any scientific skills. They'll be working alongside scientists who can actually then point out how to go about the process of observing and identifying what they're seeing.
0: In addition to being comfortable walking outdoors, All that's required are your powers of observation, keen curiosity, and a smartphone.
1: If you want to take it to the next step, we use smartphones. We need to take photos of of what we're seeing, whether they be plants or animals, and upload those and have them identified online.
0: During a BioBlitz, information can be recorded in various ways. One standard and straightforward method is to use the iNaturalist online platform to report observations
1: we take a photo of the thing that we're trying to identify and that gets uploaded onto the website. And from there, scientists from all around the world can look at it and identify that species. And once that's been done, it becomes what they call research-grade data and anyone around the world can access that information and use it in their own studies and further research.
0: The information submitted to iNaturalist during a BioBlitz also goes to the Atlas of Living Australia This online biodiversity database is freely available for everyone to explore. Melissa Howe is an ecologist who lives near the Walpole Wilderness and works with other scientists, land managers, traditional custodians, Aboriginal rangers and community volunteers. She explains how, in a previous Walpole Wilderness BioBlitz, scientists from the Western Australia Museum who study invertebrates Those animals without a backbone, such as spiders, worms and snails, had joined the BioBlitz alongside community volunteers.
2: They took samples of invertebrates from a variety of sites during the BioBlitz with the help of participants. And one of the species was later identified as a new species of pseudoscorpion that's never previously been collected. Participants also found evidence of new populations of the tingle pygmy trapdoor spider. It's listed as endangered and only known from a few populations within the red tingle forest.
0: These BioBlitz findings showcase the broader benefit of these events to science.
2: It's likely these findings will help further research into the species and contribute vital information on their descriptions, biology and habitat requirements. They may have specific habitat requirements and need of special protection, particularly in relation to any disturbance activities that might threaten their persistence, such as clearing, development, or fire regimes. The more eyes and ears you have on the ground, the more species you're likely to coincide with on the whole, and if people are documenting that, there ends up being a lot of data that you can tap into.
0: For David Edmonds, organizing a bio blitz in an area like the Walpole Wilderness is very important because it provides a snapshot of the local environment's health. Some of the goals
1: of the Walpole Wilderness Bioblitz are to survey areas that haven't been surveyed before, to really look at new ecosystems and to see if there's similar species, different species and potentially new species.
0: And he also has a more profound outcome in mind.
1: Well, for us, we really want everyone who comes along to get an appreciation for the environment and really an engagement with the landscape, a real connection to country.
0: So, a BioBlitz tallies plant and animal species within a particular area and brings people together to share knowledge.
1: One of the best outcomes of a BioBlitz is really the community engagement. It's for people to be working alongside other like-minded people. Yes, they get a lot out of the science, they get to actually see things, but they also get to meet other people and learn from the experts, learn from the scientists.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Australia Explained, written and produced by Phil Tutsak, hosted by me, Maram Ismail. Australia Explained Managing Editor is Rosa Garmian.
1: This was an SBS Audio podcast. For more Australia Explained stories, visit sbs.com.au
2: slash Australia Explained.